Everybody, welcome to what <laughs> I messed up. Fucking hey, dude. Uh, whatever. We're the Notes with Goats podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Steve. And it's Friday, guys. I think I'm in a weird headspace, Steve, because of what I had to listen to for this album today for this review. Did you have to like do some Hail Marys? I had to do like some Hail Marys. I had to do some. What are they saying? I had to do some. Did you read the my lyrics? Throat, my throat is parched from how they're producing <laughs> it kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, no, I did read lyrics, though, to some of them. OK, so, yeah. But yeah, we'll I get like there. It. We'll get we, there. We'll get there. This is going to be right. a lot of fun. So but it is Friday and Fridays, is nine, nine point nine percent of the time have guests. And yeah. we have, guys, a returning guest. Steve, do you have the episode he was on? If not, I do. Not the number, but with Tenacious D. Episode 55, guys. Go check out episode 55, Tenacious D. Guys, Steve, uh, you said you were going to intro, so. You already you did it, so fuck it. Go for it. <laughs> guys, please welcome Kalamazoo area comedian Jared Hibbs. Jared, what's up, man? Hey, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. So, Jared. First time yeah. around, you uh, you gave us Tenacious D. Yeah. Uh, this time around, you gave us what? Slipknot. Yeah. And, and we, very we, very good relation there. It was there was a next yeah. there was a next album to go to. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So what what was it? What is it about Slipknot? Or which that, which Slipknot? Yeah, which Slipknot album? And then what was it? Or what is it about Slipknot that you're like, guys, let's talk about this? Uh. Okay, the al- well, originally uh, we first discussed doing Garth Brooks, but then my streaming service doesn't have Garth Brooks on it. Neither so does we mine. Had to, <laughs> we had to switch, and I was like, yeah. Heavy Metal for yes. Brandon. Yep. Slipknot. There's a couple songs he's probably not going to enjoy, so let's see how he likes it. Yep. <laughs> I love that it was a troll to Brandon. I just love that this was like, but I also love that your your mind went to like, we did Tenacious D before, and you called, you were like, guys, 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 we should do Garth Brooks. And we're like, Okay, that's fine. Let's do Garth Brooks. And then you were like, well, fuck, I can't get this anymore. Apparently, he's got an exclusive deal with, with one of a streaming agency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, well, just give us something else. And you're like, Slipknot? Like, <laughs> how the fuck do you go from Garth Brooks to Slipknot? I mean, it's not that crazy. Well, no, it's just a lot. It's just a lot about Jared. And I'm okay with it. I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> right. saying. But an, an unusual, normal person wouldn't go, I'm going to go classic country to classic metal yeah i mean and it's it's kind of a it's a it's a whole different sway of the spectrum yeah sure which i love I mean, again i like it, it could have been frank sinatra if i was really being saucy but it, it worked out i want to go that would make brandon happy okay well i mean that still it would have been it's kind of interesting though like hearing our friends talk about like this different realm of like you know, first we did Tenacious, then he's like, well, we could have done Frank, and then, you know, oh, we could have done Garth, and then Ron Sl- It's like, it just kind of shows, like, the wide variety of music that our guests love. But but cool. the, yeah. the cool thing about all three of those artists, Slipknot, Frank, and Garth, they have some masterful lyricists. Yeah, All three of them are. I mean, Corey Taylor from Slipknot and Frank Sinatra Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks, yeah, masterful at writing lyrics. Oh yeah, different content, 
just a skosh. Just a skosh. But a bit. lyrically and like writing, whew, they're all great. But just a little bit of different content. Just a, touch. a little bit. Just a little bit. So, guys, I did my my research on Slipknot. Did some stuff here for you. Um, and so they're an American heavy metal band from Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, that makes that sense. That why right. this is named Iowa. Yes, you didn't know that. I just figured they just picked some random corn town or corn state and just <laughs> kind of did. If you ever went, been to Iowa, that's it. what it is. Yeah. Um, they they're active since 1995. They've been out for quite oh, a while, wow. and they're still they're actually still was... currently active. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Wow, that's like that's a long time. Yeah, they've been around for a while. Almost 30 um, years. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, band has has always has nine members. Now they've had a different nine members as band members have died and things of other things have happened. Get and, kicked out of band and because some of, of them stuff. can't some of them can't sing anymore because they've lost their voice permanently. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just, not I'm really. just I'm just no, kidding. He's, no. he's still around. He's I know. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and if you if you you would actually probably appreciate the level of troll that, that guy is. I'm just saying. Um so Slipknot, if you're not aware of them, they're well known for attention grabbing images aggressive styles of music and an energetic energetic and chaotic live show i copied that off of wikipedia because that's uh to a t this band like the images that you get here are going to catch your eye the music is crazy aggressive but seeing these guys live is amazing it is um it sure is they've had six total albums they've been out for well damn near 27 years only done six albums um we're not counting Stone Sours or anything else Corey's done. Just, just Slipknot. Yeah, uh, over 4 million albums sold, guys. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they've actually got 10 Grammy nominations. Really? And they did have one win. Yep. They did get one win. But they've been nominated 10 times. What they win for? Uh, it was for... I was on Album? this one. No. Left Behind. No, no, no. That was a Grammy nom. Uh, it was on... I can't remember the damn... It was, it was a song. It was a heavy metal song. The best okay. heavy metal song. It was on um, the fourth album, I believe. Psychosocial, probably. Probably. Um, I can't remember exactly which one they won for, but they did win one. Now, nice. the band's best known for wearing jumpsuits and various masks on stage. Uh, the masks have actually changed uh, through time. And doing, and during different albums, they change them up a little bit here, too. But they've, uh, they've actually kind of praised the use of the mask. They did it kind of as a joke to start with. It was kind of just done. They wanted the focus to be on the music. But as they kind of got into this, into doing their thing, they realized the jumpsuits and the mask really give them kind of a, uh, make them anonymous. Nobody knows who the hell they are. Hmm. I mean, people knew Corey Taylor is now and then a couple other guys because they've been, they've been in Stone Sour, other things without masks on, other stuff like that. But half the hmm. band doesn't go out publicly as Slipknot without their mask on. So they didn't know who the hell they were. So these guys were able to go to the grocery store and do things around wherever without people hunting them down. So, which is very That's important. Kind of nice. These guys, they're very, <laughs> yes. Yeah. This whole Cause band. I, cause, is, I, Cause I can't walk through the store with people. I'll be like, Brandon, no, it's yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> actually happened at the liquor store by actually, by the way, really? Somebody saw my hat and said, no, it's goes podcast. I listened to you. And I went nice. Did you know who like they were? It. No idea. Oh, that's kind of cool, though. Random liquor store yeah. in Grand Rapids. Hey, nice. It was a liquor store, so I mean. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> total wine and more. That's like the adult Ikea. <laughs> total wine and more. I'm not bullshitting you. If you've ever been to Total Wine and More, it's it's in, the, in, in Grand Rapids. It's the old Babies R Us, which makes it even funnier. 
Oh, oh, perfect. Nice. And you walk in and it's like the angels of alcohol are singing to you because there's just aisles and aisles and aisles of booze. Nice. So it's amazing. Um, my plug for Total Wine and More. Crazy. Sponsor us. Love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sponsor us. Yeah. Um, so the band does list a few different um, artists as influences. And I figured I'd mention a few of these. Now, they did mention um, Korn's album Freak on a Leash. It was one of the ones that really, really helped shape them. Um, Limp Biscuits, $3 bill, y'all. Really? I love that one. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Was, there. that, was, that was a solid album. That was a solid album. No, I, I agree with you. That was a solid album. Um, the band Kiss, not unfamiliar. They, they love the band Kiss. All of them do. And actually have modeled their stage show after a lot of what happened with Kiss in the 70s. And then the biggest influence for them is actually Mike Patton who was in Faith No More and a couple other bands, mm. um, he is probably their major influence in their whole like music style and how they do their stage show, um, which I thought was very interesting. Just this one dude from Faith No More and a couple other bands. But um, now the album Iowa was released August 28th, 2001. It was their second studio album. So there. First one was self-titled, which was the one that we were originally going to do. Uh, just me and me and Brandon before jared brought us uh, slipknot yep um it was it's 14 tracks 66 minutes long now that last track is why it's 66 minutes long um, yes it's long because that last track is, is 66 minutes yes long. it is it just finished um it just finished uh that's the longest album they've ever made and has the longest track they've ever made with the song iowa it's 15 minutes long mm-hmm. to cap off the album the band described recording this album as a new kind of hell. Because <laughs> they were in Iowa? <laughs> no, they actually recorded in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the high That's expectations funny. of the debut album. Mm. And then they all started to hate each other. Like the group dynamics of having nine people in a band yeah. made life completely horrible for everyone involved. Like they left recording this album and didn't release it for like four months later because they hated each other and didn't want to see each other for quite a while. So they didn't want to release it because they didn't want to go on tour because they were just like, nope. Which explains why they only have six albums. Yeah. Half the time, these guys can't fucking stand each other. Interesting. Which again, nine dudes on a stage in a in a bus or however they do it. Yeah. It's not, I mm, tell you. Plus, like constantly aggressive music can't yes. help you like be chill. Oh. Right. Live that life of just being very pissed off all the time because you have yeah. to be there to to have the show. And yeah. if you've ever seen them live, you feel it every single oh, yeah. time. Um, this one hit the top ten in thirteen different countries. Wow! So it was number three in the Billboard 200. Ended up number uh, at 150 for year end, the year it came out, 2001. It sold nearly half the amount of albums that they've sold completely. It was 1.8 million copies. Wow! Only had two singles, though. So Left Behind, and they actually had a Grammy nomination for that one. And My Plague. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, so that's that's kind of that's kind of this album. It's Iowa yep. and Slipknot kind of in a thing. So let's just jump into our stuff here. I do have a funny story it's gonna, I'm going to talk about later at a, okay. at a live show that I was at because I've done security for two of their shows. Ooh, they boy. get pretty hectic. Uh, but there's a fun story for one of them. I actually got in a fight almost at the jail. Um, well, nice. Um you know, so, you know, at that point, Steve, when you say jail, I'm going to cut with like a police siren noise. 
I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm 100% okay with it. The story, the story is amazing because I, right. I damn near lost lost a lot that night um, at a Slipknot show. Um, you lost your shit. lost your car. I lost, lost some blood. <laughs> uh, there was some, some stuff happened that night. Oh, my God. Um, All right. I had a we'll broken get... nose, uh, right. the whole deal. So, yeah. Uh, so, Brandon, I've been talking right. for too damn long. Yeah. Brandon, what was <laughs> you your always favorite? do. I know, right? In the fucking A. What was your uh, what was your favorite track, dude? I picked the song The Shape. Now, okay. For a guy who doesn't really like this type of music, I appreciated the fact that I could understand 90% of what I was what was being said on this track without <laughs> without having to look up the lyrics. Okay. Also, I really like what the drummer and guitarist were doing on this one. Musically, this track is is top notch, and although it's in your face, there is there are some parts that really pull back and then come back again and then punch you in the face again. And I just kind of I, I I liked that ebb and flow of that track. So pretty easy. So yeah, Jared, what about you, man? What's my favorite one? Yeah, uh, people equal shit because they, they do. do. <laughs> they do but it's yeah. it's it's so aggressive i love it so much whenever i'm like angry i'm like all right i'll listen to this on repeat for a while but then yeah. like also too the other thing with heavy metal is like you can listen to it and not be upset and still enjoy it and that's mm-hmm. that's this one too plus i really so like i didn't initially like slipknot when they first came out because i was like these masks are weird these these people are weird and like columbine and shit so i was like fuck mm-hmm. those guys yeah. but then in like 2006 when their third album came out subliminal versus volume three they had a couple radio tracks that were fantastic so then i delved into them and ended up here uh nice i forgot where i was going with that but they're fantastic i love it it's good people stuff. equal pe- people equal shit that's people the- equal shit oh richard cheese so i heard the richard cheese version and um oh what, what movie was it it was the dawn of the dead remake mm-hmm Oh yeah. So then I found that and then that kind of came back around to Slipknot too. And I was like, oh, oh, these guys are wonderful. What was I being so judgmental about? <laughs> That's funny. That's great. Steve? Yes. What is your favorite track, man? Dude, my favorite track was the Heretic Anthem. Yeah. yeah. Is it the best song in the album? No. <laughs> But holy shit, does it get me ready to wreck some shit, dude? Every <laughs> single time. This is the song in a in a previous in a previous pod with Tyler Davenport. We did Passenger, and I said that I listened to Passenger, Lauren Hill's Miseducational Lauren Hill, and Adele's Thirty, boom, 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 in a row, and had listened to them all, and I was so chill that it actually felt like I was smoking the devil's lettuce a little bit. Like I was so like, (laughs) I was driving and I was like, there's no fucking way I need to wake up. So I went to Spotify quick and I was just like, what do I have that listened to recently? And I was like, Slipknot, that'll work. Heritage Anthem. And I was pounding my damn steering wheel going to town. My heart started flowing again and blood was going. I was, and then I switched back to something a little calmer. So I wasn't trying to kill some people (laughs) on the road, but right. The lyrical cadence of this track and musically, it's perfect. It's it it does its job. It does exactly what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to get you ready to run through a fucking wall. But the true star of this track and many others on this one is Sean Crahan and Joey Jordanson. 
the drummers or drummer and guy that beats the shit out of trash cans and kegs. Yeah. Um, Luce Crayhan, the, the clown. If you just if you love drums and percussion, and you don't like metal, that's fine. Which is really weird because if you're a drummer and you love drums and percussion, metal should be your thing. Right. But if you love percussion and drums, just listen to Joey Jordanson play. Holy jeez, like that the drum track on this song just makes makes me want to just just rage, and I love it every right. single time. Without even listening to Corey's lyrics, I just was like, yes, let's go. So I, yeah. I love the Heretic Anthem. That's good. Now, just to piggyback before we go into the the, the Wang game, mm-hmm. um, just, I mean, hearing the drum tracks, it's like, man, and I'll get into it a little bit later, but like th- these guys are something fierce when it comes to their musicianship. You yeah. know, that mm-hmm. they're just fantastic musicians just all around. Did you guys look into, so I think there's something with them where Joey was using either two or three bass drums or something like that. It's something he vague, double, I remember. He had a double kick, and then I think in one, I, I actually think in one setting, he actually had four. He had two double kicks. Shit. So, yeah. like, he had it set up where he's also one of those drummers at live shows where they strap his ass to the chair, yeah. and they bring him out in front of the crowd on a hoist and spin him, like gyroscope him as he plays. Right. Used and to. Yeah, used RIP. to. Yeah, he died. Um, two years ago, I think. I think it was like five. Nineteen. Yeah, it was. Yeah, somewhere. But he got sick and and passed away. Um, a couple of them have. But he, oh man, he was an amazing drummer. Yeah. The things that that dude dude could do. Sick to see live. Just the drums up, like hoisted Mm -hmm. up, and just. Oh, Brandon, you have no idea. This whole kit comes up. Yeah. And then they run around and then they just like dangle on it and stuff mm-hmm. and like, like the rest of the up. band members like yeah. just from the yeah. bottom of it oh that's yeah sweet. then they'll pull themselves up and then the steel drums that they use and everything are like yeah. on industrial springs so then they're like pushing them off the side when they're playing and just it's the best yeah. live oh show i've ever gosh. seen it's so yeah, high dude. energy it's amazing there's so much going on by the way they won um the grammy for before i forget oh okay nice. The song before I forget, which is the which, same album which as like you Vermillion, did forget during, which you did forget during which your... I did forget. Yes, I wanted to, <laughs> to get that out there. But they did win before I yeah. forget was what they won for. That was yeah. one of the radio tracks that got me to got yep. me into them for sure. Nice. So, guys, let's play a game. It's time for the word association name game. Metal Wang. <laughs> the Metal Wang. <laughs> that's funny. It's hardcore. Oh, my gosh. These ones oh, I can't deep. hear it right now? Oh, that sucks. I wanted to hear Jer. No. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, he's not no, playing it for us. It, you know. I've been trying to I've been trying to get it, but I can't figure it out. So, And it, or, and it doesn't sound good either. So Is it? No. I do uh, it all in post. When he, so. when he does it, when I'm when I'm actually in the in there with him and he does it, it throws me off every single damn time. It's like, it just sort of whang! I'm like, what the hell? Fuck, I forgot. Turn that down for me, I ass. Think we're going to have Jer on for a special 420 episode. I think we need to just have him do it live. Yeah. Honestly. We should probably, we should probably let him know because he's going to be super fucking high when he does that show with us. Yeah, that's true. He's going to be super high Anywhere. Whatever it is, right? <laughs> Generally, yes, but I think yeah. he's gonna be super duper high for the 420 show, even though it's not even on 420. We're recording it in like two weeks. Yeah, right. 
So, so but right. yes, we should probably put that on the chat so it's on his radar so yes. I know he knows we're going to ask him. Yeah, send that chat tonight, Steve. I will do that. Okay. Remind me, I'm drinking. Yeah, I know you're good. All right, guys. So, again, I've got two because that's what I do. I okay. rhymed. All right, here we go. First one. It's going to be easy. It's going to be easy, guys. Tell me. Circle, square, triangle. The shape. Yeah, shape. A- absolutely. Easy. Next one. It's probably going to make you guys laugh first. Oh, God. Steroids. I could go with a fun one. My plague. To some people, it could be. To Barry Bonds, that's why he's not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> left behind. <laughs> left behind. It no, be meta- it's, meta- it's either metabolic or left behind. It, it has meta- to probably be metabolic then. Metabolic, metabolic steroids. Yeah. <laughs> left behind would work though. I'm just and I am hated, but also because work. yeah, because baseball players they always got it in their behinds too. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. I, look at you. I, I only remember the five track list, the the five track names that I wrote down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. All right. So let's let's talk about our least favorites, guys. Okay. And uh, we we kind of already discussed one of these tracks and this track just happened to be my least favorite uh guys it was i I did pick iowa as my least favorite uh really the only reason why i picked it is because like we said this thing is 15 freaking minutes long i already thought that this album was long before but then this song came on and i was not happy about it (laughs) at, at all but i did listen to the track it's not a bad track it's just long yeah it's just long and it just keeps freaking going and going and going you're like okay it's got to be almost done nope still got eight minutes left or whatever it is so i mean easy i mean honestly that's what it was for me it was and if i'm looking the reason why i picked it specifically was really for that 15 minutes because all these other tracks had all all these these different things about them where i couldn't really just like pinpoint something that was wrong with it because i mean yes i'm not a fan of this type of music so it's like oh the screamo it's and then i'd hate the whole album which i didn't hate the whole album so i kind of had to nitpick a little bit but a lot of these are just whether it's the drums that are good the guitars that are good whatever it is i had to kind of go surface level because it was 15 minutes long (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah so steve what about you man what was what was your least favorite track same because it was 15 minutes long? Well, I never knew I really I needed a 15-minute metal rock drama. Like, I didn't know okay. I needed that. And, like, sure. music, just it also, musically, it's a little weird, man. I get it. It's 15 minutes long. It's got to have some ebb and flow. But the competing tempo that they do on this one, I have never seen them do, I've never seen them do this live, and I think I know why. Um I think I may have heard part of it live because they may play as a warm up or things like that. Not, not the whole damn thing, Yeah. but I, it would, the album itself really feels like concise and it's, it's really tight except for this track. Like everything Ooh. else leading up to this is super tight. It's super concise. It all feeds into each other. And then you get Iowa and you're like, what the hell happened? Like, did you guys lose a bet? Like, you had to get this to 66 minutes? I get it. You want to get some slippable messaging in there, get some things going, but what the hell? (laughs) I had no idea, and I was just like... And I also figure it's Corey Taylor just flipping everybody off because it's what he does. 
Sure. Which would wouldn't surprise me one bit if that's why he did it, just because he's just like, fuck you guys. Now you gotta listen to this. Right. That's Corey Taylor. Well, he well, he could have he could have put it in the middle of the album. Yeah, that's true. Could have. See, I like as I was listening to this, I thought I had skipped to it when it when it like broke tempo a couple of times. I yeah. thought it was on a new track. Like I right. wasn't paying attention. I was like, dude, wait a minute. Still fifth what? There's still the last one? Yeah. And I was just like waiting. I was like, come on now. Let we are we good now? And like you said, no, it's still got six minutes more to go. Like, what the oh, like to that, like <laughs> I was listening to it earlier today and then like i spaced out towards the end i'm like these last three songs suck but then i was like it's iowa it's, 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 it's the last song yes yeah. it's the last song so it's amazing like i just can't i couldn't figure it out yeah jared did you have a least favorite other than iowa or just iowa i didn't even write down iowa as my least favorite because honestly i spaced out after like the first like seven and then yeah. i was like some slow one came in and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm working on spreadsheets. I can't pay attention to this shit, but I wrote down, uh, gently because okay. it was super boring. And it's like, it's a whole bunch of nothing for three minutes. And then it's like, yeah, is there like bagpipes in there or some shit? I don't even remember. Like it was Something. annoying. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was cruddy. That was my least oh, favorite. Okay. I also wrote down the shape, but then after Brandon talked about it, I was like, Oh no, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not, it's not bad. No. It does so, give you that. It does give you that stone sour reference. So, like where he went softer. Like a yeah, I don't bit. like. I don't like the me- melodic melodic stuff that he does or any of that stuff. Like when Stone Sour first came out, I was like, hey, it was alright. But then I'm like, I don't like the. I, I like just feel the, like it's his way of showing that he can do. He can do more. Mm-hmm. He's not just a one trick pony, and he can he can hit the charts on both levels and kind of hit it from both sides. And it also brings in a different fan base. But he's still Corey Taylor, and he's still a hyper asshole. It's yeah. just different a different way for him to express it um plus he was getting a lot of shit from like the like what i quote unquote rock musicians like nickelback who said he was a one trick pony and then he came out and did stone sour and was like well fuck you i can do that too right like yeah. they have he has a very big a big like feud with nickelback and chad kroger like him and chad kroger do not fucking get along which is really funny but yeah he got a lot of shit from chad kroger and he just comes out with this I think it's one of those he did Stone Sour just to like give the music industry the big fuck you. Like I can do that too. It's not that fucking is, hard. Is Chad Kroger ever won a Grammy? Like fuck off, Chad. <laughs> I mean, I don't real, think so. Really, actually, he hasn't. Right? He hasn't. <laughs> he got a couple of Junos, I'm sure. No, sure. he actually lost to Buble. He did lose to Buble because Buble put out his Christmas, Christmas he lost, album. He lost to Buble's Christmas album. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Buble kicked his ass in Canada. Yeah. That's yep. hilarious. That is funny. Nickelback um, Grammy oh, awards. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm fact checking it because I want to be sure. Yeah. Oh no, it makes no, sense to me. Good. No, they've just been nominated five times. Ha ha. We got ten. Look at that. <laughs> Double it up. There you go, Bye, losers. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, that's funny. All right, guys, let's play our second game. It's time for Shatner's yeah. po- Poetry Slam. Guys, I'm going to keep saying it until we get it. We need a theme song for this one, and I'm not going to pay someone to make one. So uh, if you feel so inclined as to make a, us a Shatner's Poetry Slam theme song, send it to the Notes Podcast at gmail.com, and we'll take a listen to it. Or right. or what? you pay Shatner to do a cameo to introduce it. If well, someone will pay shit. Shatner to do a cameo to introduce the Shatner's Poetry Slam, all right. You're my new favorite friend. I will give you a hat. I will I... pay you back. Yes. I will, <laughs> pay you, I will pay you back. Whatever it is you 
did to dude. All right, get Bill Shatner. I'm gonna look. You're looking up cameo now, aren't you? I will be when we're done. Absolutely. All right. So here's the first. (laughs) So here's the first one, Jared. You said you only had five tracks written down. So hopefully, maybe this was on that list. Maybe not. We'll see. Here we go. Thirty seconds. Sixteen, eight, four. Let me tell you why. I haven't the slightest. I'm teaching your brightest. They're listening, clamoring. All what? All them? Nope. All the money in the world can't buy me. Go ahead and lie to me. Oh shit. Yep. Go ahead, lie to me. Tell me again how you're tortured. I want to know how you followed your orders so well. You're full of shit. You had a dream, but this ain't it. If you're five, five, five. Oh, here's a hair to kill him. Damn yep. it. I knew once I got to that point, you guys would get it. I looked that up earlier because for the life of me, I never knew he was always saying five, five, five. And then I've always been like, is he saying sex, sex, sex? Six, or six, 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 six because six. it's heretic. Yeah. Five, 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 six, six, six. Yeah. What's it like to be a heretic? <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Next one. Zero and zero is nothing but zero. The shape? Nope. Cancer and people conspire together, running and running and going forever. My plague? Nope. Yeah. Collected Ah. and sampled, starving for zero. Come see my cage built in my grain. Come see my cage built in my grain. Come see my cage built in my grain. Come see my cage built <laughs> in my grain. The, minus the inside and minus the circle. Inhabit the scratch riddle. that out. I can't tell what it is. Inhabit the, the, uh, something hated. Nope. Inhabit. I am hated. The no. riddle. And fill. It's a skin ticket. Yes, sir. Oh. Nailed it. Well, to nailed be, it. I was really hoping you were gonna you were gonna you were gonna be the first line of my uh, my deep cut. I really was hoping. Well, which is what's your deep cut? Steve? What's your deep cut? Get that disaster piece. Yeah, uh, boy, that's my I want to slit your throat and fuck the wound. <laughs> is the yeah, first line of that song. Yeah. This song <laughs> is pure, unadulterated hatred. Yep. And someone really shit in Corey Taylor's Cheerios, man. Um, (laughs) There's so many songs on this album that are just fast with those gang vocals that just kind of make you want to, again, punch a hole in the wall or someone's face. Musically, it's it's one of the very least complex songs, but it might be the most complex lyrically. Um, It's it's very musically. It's it's good. It's it's just as good as the other ones but it's com- the complexity of it's not as much there now the reason i picked disaster piece too is i was actually a security guard at a show at the at the delta plex arena in grand rapids mm-hmm. this song is a reason i got a broken nose and a bruised a, like a black eye and almost a, like a broken eye socket broken orbital bone some asshole from Grand Rapids, and I know he's from Grand Rapids because he stalked me after this. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. It, this, this fucking disc got crazy. He 
was crowd surfing. And my job was I worked in the mosh pit. I was catching crowd surfers, getting them out, getting them off there, catching another crowd surfer. Well, fucking Slipknot, people are nuts. And you know them, you love them. People that like metal are not small. They're not little people. They are big fucking dudes. And they still mosh. They still crowd surf. They still mosh. They will fuck you up. But a crowd surfer at a Slipknot show is a couple hundred pounds. Oh, like man. it's just and and I used to tell everybody I don't lift weights I lift people because I would work a I would work a pit show and I'd be in the pit sometimes three four days a week depending on COVID I mean that was COVID now happening but it was three four days a week sometimes catching crowd surfers that was my job one of the jobs I had well this fucking asshole decides during disaster piece he's gonna try to jump on the stage now in hindsight I should have let his dumb ass do it because they'd have fucked him up. If he got up there, but me, I was mid twenties said, fuck you. That ain't happening. He got off my grip. I set him down, stepped off the step. He turned, went to go jump immediately. I scooped this motherfucker up. Like he was a, a rag doll, like had no problem with him. He's probably about two thirty, two forty, just up off the ground. <laughs> you try to get on the stage. Your ass is going home. Like you're getting out of the building. So I have him in a bear hug right around his waist. He tries to pull the I can't breathe bullshit. Well, I had somebody walk in with me just to make sure I could get out because I was carrying him from the pit of the Delta Plex out to the crowd in the air still around. I did not let him walk. I carried his ass all the way straight through. <laughs> he said, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. So I started to set him down. I loosened my grip a little bit. He tried to break away and run. So I scooped his ass back up again. Got on the doors. So set him down. This is where I fucked up. I said, have a nice day, dude. And went to go turn. He come flying back with an elbow. Hit me right in the fucking eye socket. Like on my nose, the bridge of my nose and broke my nose. Immediately, I saw red. and It was actually blood. Yeah. I took off my security shirt. First fucking thing I did, because I knew if I had that on, I couldn't fight him. And was throwing haymakers. Couldn't see shit trying to hit him. He's dancing around me. I got my vision back. And we got in a fight in the parking lot. Well, they called the cops. And my, my, my partner called the cops. A couple of my guys from a security company grabbed me. They got him away from me. Called the cops. Arrested this motherfucker. It's, it's a Memorial Day weekend or Labor Day weekend. One of the two. What was a Friday of Memorial Day weekend? One of the two. Cops, hook him up. Arrest him. And uh, so asked what happened. Motherfucker blindsided me. Right? So the cop walks to me. You want to press charges? And I said, well... Depends. Cop looks at me. The fine Walker Police Department in Grand Rapids here. I love those guys. Walks up to me and says, what does it depend on? I said, well, he blindsided me. He cheap shot in my ass. I said, so this is what I'll offer you. I will not press charges if I can lay him the fuck out. Get him out of the car. I can come through and just clean his fucking clock with unadulterated. He can't stop me. Keep him fucking cuffed. I don't give a shit. If you don't let me just knock him the fuck out, he can go. The officer looks at me. He goes, I don't know if we can do that. I said, well, he's got an option. He's going to go to jail for four days because the judge don't come in on Monday. It's Friday night. The judge ain't going to be there on Monday. He ain't getting out until Tuesday. Or I get to punch him as hard as I fucking can in the face. And uh, the cop looks at me and he goes, let me go talk to my partner real quick. Comes back. He goes, I'll ask him. Goes to the office, goes to the dude, comes back, he goes, 
He said, you go fuck yourself. I said, have a nice day in jail. Yeah. He's asked for jail for four days. Get a call on Tuesday from the prosecutor's office. Once I still want to press charges. They gave this motherfucker my address. Why? I was the witness. And yeah, he got my address from the, from the attorney, the attorney's office, attorney general, whoever the fuck it was, prosecutors from uh, Walker. Those fucking guys suck ass. He got my address and came to my house. <laughs> he oh, got arrested shit. again. But yeah, he stalked me for like for like six months. Was he representing crazy. himself? Is that how he got it? I don't know. Don't know. Uh, that's, the, 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 that's the only reason that I could think of that he would have even prosecutor. It. The prosecutor calls me and was like, you still want to press charges? By the way, he's got your address. Like, slip that in there. The fuck? He's got my ad. Yep. And he, he came and tried to talk to me. And I was going to lay him out. I, I saw him at my door. And I was getting ready to punch him. Like, I opened my door with a fist ready to go to knock his ass out. Yikes. He's like, I just want to talk. I just want to talk. Stay the fuck away from me. So I called the cops on him again. They took him away again. He got he got arrested again. But he ended up doing, like, I don't think he did more jail time. I think they gave him time served. He ended up paying a fucking fine. But just, it was stupid. Dude, it was so fucking stupid. But... Every and I've worked two other I've worked three Slipknot shows up to three, but that was my first one. And every single time now, my boss would tell me she's like, "Are you wearing an undershirt underneath your security shirt?" And I go, "Yeah, I always do." And she goes, "Take it off." <laughs> so you can't she take goes, off your security. You shirt. Can't take off your security <laughs> shirt and try to fight somebody bare chest. I said, "Okay, fair enough. I'll take it fair off." Fair enough. Take it <laughs> off. But <laughs> yeah, because they they know I would I would fight. So that was my my Slipknot story with disaster piece especially, but. I love this song, man. Again, it's it's like Heretic. It just it just makes you want to just punch somebody in the fucking face, and that's what it reminded me of taking a <laughs> shot to the head. So, so funny. I think Jared said it was his his deep cut as well. So Jared, what do you got for disaster piece? It is my deep cut, and mine is because of that drum breakdown in the middle of it. It's just so awesome. I just love it. I was, yep. When I was listening to it earlier, and I was writing everything down, I was you know just doing my stuff, and then next thing you know. It kicks over into that drum breakdown, and I'm like, like fucking just working. It was great. I love it. What about you, Brandon? What was yours? My deep cut was Jared's favorite track. People equal shit. People equal shit. Yeah, because again, they do. They they do. This is the first real track of the album, in my opinion. And coming from this, from the musical side of things, I was immediately brought into the music. By again, we've mentioned it over and over and ever. We're beating it over like a dead horse. The drums. Dude, crazy good, man. Crazy good. I, you know, how he doesn't have a third hand leg beyond me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, does an amazing job driving the song forward. Um, and not just the song, but like literally all their songs. But this one was just, I I was really, I was really impressed by this song. And I liked it. And I really just wanted to say people equal shit on my <laughs> podcast so so that's that's another reason so all right guys let's get into our final thoughts i'll keep rocking and rolling uh again i've mentioned it before this genre of music is not something that piques my interest um which i do have a question for for jared and steve i guess and and you guys kind of knew this was coming because we had talked about it in our group chat um i don't really care for the screaming at all and i guess I'll, before I before I finish, I'll, I'll I'll ask it now. What is it about this kind of genre that intrigues you guys? Like, what is it about this quote unquote screamo, hard metal that this is? What what uh, what intrigues you about it? Well, I mean, aside from like 
the you know the music the musical stuff with like the heavy drums and the heavy guitars and all that stuff like i can't scream like that so i like to just kind of sink into it and you know yeah i'm not screaming like that that person's screaming like that but they're screaming for me okay basically yeah that makes sense and i'd agree musically they're some of the best musicians Mm-hmm. And they're they're able to do a lot more with their instruments because of the style of music they're in. So right. they're they're playing harder, they're playing faster, they're because they're supposed to. It just is what it is. Sure. And I appreciate this the musicianship of it, but also it's a new level of emotion. So like I will listen to Olivia Rodrigo and yeah. hear the emotion that's in her songs and in her stuff. And I can hear that same emotion in Corey Taylor. But it's a different level of emotion, a different way to express those really hard, stupid emotions. Yeah. And there's just times of your life where, like, you just want to rage. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've raged at soft shit, but doesn't just get it out. It doesn't the hit way. the same way. Right. Doesn't get it out the same way. Like, there's just and there's sure. I mean, and just like Jared, too, there's been times when I'm relatively calm and just like having a day and just, you know, like, it's been a good day. Nothing's bad. And I just want to like get that the melody, the, you know, the serotonin in my life, the blow, the bump up. Just give me that dopamine. Give me something that like it just brings back a different kind of emotion. Sure. It makes your makes your heart beat a little faster. Makes things kind of move. Yeah. But ultimately, it's it's the music, man. I love the music. I could care less for half the the lyricists and what's going on there. There are some that are really really good, but mm-hmm. man, just the musicians are in a different class. Right. For sure. And, and that leads into me and my final, final thoughts. Uh, the amount of talent that this band has is incredible. And I, you know, it's, there's no denying how great these guys are. Great musicians who know how to play the shit out of their instruments. I definitely understand how and why this band is so popular and why, you know, it's done so well. Um, maybe I will give them more chances to, you know, See once if it just kind of if I, you know, take what you guys have said as far as like what it what it's done for you and how you look at it and kind of frame frame it that way. Maybe I'll get into it more, but uh, I'm not totally crapping on this band because I can't give it a rating just because it personally isn't a favorite of mine. I had to look at it more from the musical aspect of it. Uh, so I'm actually giving this one a six and a half out of ten. Fair enough. I would encourage you to continue to listen to them. To see yep. who'll come around to them. And then if you come around to them, absolutely go see them live. Okay. Outside I kind of just, do just want to see them live anyway. Even this, if you don't come around to them, seeing them live makes you a fan. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Fan. Because I'm I sure mean, it's because just like we talked about earlier, it's it's an experience and it's a show. It's not, you're not just listening to them audibly. You're visually no, seeing the things. There's that so doing. much going on. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of everything that's happening because there's nine different people and you're trying to watch. And there's so much movement and there's just so much stuff going on. Right. That it's it's amazing. Life. Well, and then like too, like the jams, the whole crowd like moves at the same time with it and everything too. It's the, it's great. It has to be an song, outside show though. The one song they play where everybody sits down. This is one of the song? slow ones. It's, no, there's a song. I can't remember the song now, but I've, like I said, I've done three of these shows where they play this song and the whole crowd sits down. The whole floor, everybody on the floor sits down. And at a certain part in the song, I can't remember the fucking song right now, but at a certain part of the song, everyone fucking jumps up and just goes nuts. 
working in the pit for those ones is scary as fuck (laughs) because those barricades are not locked down. The only reason they stay in place is because people are standing on them. Like there's hundreds of pounds of people on them that hold them in place. Other than that, they're just steel, but they will slide. You can move them. Uh, When everybody sits down and then jumps forward, they can come at you. So like as a security guard, you know, it's coming. So you basically brace yourself against the other side of that barricade because you're pushing it back. Yeah. If not, you're going to get smashed. I've seen it happen. Yeah. And it's 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 scary, but at the same time, it's so fucking cool because yeah. they get their entire crowd to do it. It's it's and it's just a melee. Watching it, I've I've seen it from the from like a, a bird's eye view, like up on the stands. Yeah. And I've been in the pit when they've done it. In both ways, it gives you goosebumps sometimes for different reasons but it's so good it's yeah. and it's so cool like you my the first one i did i had no idea what was gonna happen and my buddy was just like he's like you're a big boy lock that barricade because they're coming and i <laughs> see everybody sit down and i'm like the fuck is going on like this isn't right yeah and they're just like guy next to me was like they're gonna count and once he hits a certain part they're coming up and sure as shit they jumped and it was it was so crazy Nice. Um, it, and like I said, metal metal fans are not light people. Right. Not all of them. Some of them are, but not all. Most of them are big dudes and women. Right. <laughs> big, big, big women. Big hey, dudes and big women. I have no. Yeah, I have no true. fault. It just is like. Yeah. The large crowd likes them some metal music. I'm okay with it. But as a security guard, you know what you're about to get. Like you eat your Wheaties that day because your ass is picking up a couple hundred pounds every time you grab somebody. Oh my gosh. It just That's is crazy. So Jared, what are your final thoughts on this one, man? I like it. Um, I, <laughs> yeah. It's in my, it's in my regular, it's in my regular rotation. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it an, uh, an eight, I guess, if okay. I have to put a number on it. Okay. Yeah. I just like, I like. Yeah, it. Thanks, yeah, thanks for talking to me about it, guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Steve, <laughs> so, what about you, man? What are your final thoughts? Dude, if you have an appreciation of metal music, you like Slipknot. If you're not a fan of metal music, kind of like Brandon, but you you like guitars, like and you, you really like percussion music, check them out and just listen musically. If you can kind of yeah. get past Corey and not listen to what he's saying or how he's doing his thing, just listen to the each individual instrument and hear the different sounds are coming at you. Like Jared mentioned, there's a bagpipe and sometimes you'll hear them smashing trash cans, kegs, kegs are a big mm-hmm. one, um, and steel drums and everything else. And there's two percussionists in this band. Um, it's just there's so much going on all the time that it's the it's one of those ones where you have to have both headphones on because you're going to hear just a whole cacophony of sound coming at you. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate the band. I appreciate Corey Taylor and as a lyricist and the fact that he's a master of fucking troll. He's amazing. Uh, every time he gets in front of a mic, you know, he's going to say something stupid, but it's going to be funny. Um and as long as he's not attacking anyone that, you know, like me, I'm okay with it. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want that smoke. I want nothing to do with that smoke, but, um, the, this album, I appreciated it. My favorite Slipknot album is the self-titled, the self-titled, the first one. Yeah. I love that album. Um, but this one is, is just as good. And everybody says this one's actually better. This is probably their best album they've done. Uh, this one is, it's, it's been a little bit as their best album, but for me, I went with a seven on it. So I went okay. right between the two of you. So, yeah. I liked it though. Uh, so Jared, this is uh, we're we're at March 25th, man. End of March, finally, it's almost April. Yeah. What do you baseball's got coming up, man? Com- you got, you baseball's got... coming back. 
Ace balls actually coming back. We got that confirmed. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, get, getting ready for baseball season. Um, I'm just, you know, advocating for Kalamazoo comedy. Um, I produce a show called The Laughter Layover at Travelers Cafe and Pub mm-hmm. in Portage, which is by the airport. We have two open mics a month and then one pro show a month. There's, there's just, there's a handful of shows around Kalamazoo. If people go and like Kalamazoo comedy on Facebook, you can link to all the shows. And then that can also link over to the Demented Peach guys and pick up their production page and see where their, their shows are in town too. And we'll share the show notes for you too. Yeah. It'll be on our show notes. Sweet. Thank you. But yeah, just come support live comedy. Even if you're not in Kalamazoo, go support it wherever you have it close to you. Even if it's at a VFW hall. Hell There's some yeah. fun ones out there, but yeah, man, guys, definitely go out and, and support support local comedy. You know us; a lot of our friends are comedians. We bring a lot of comedians on um, every single week, um, and because we like what they're doing, for one, and for two, we want to give our listeners, our local listeners, stuff to go check out. And the ones mm-hmm. that are not local, a lot of these guys are on Facebook and TikTok and YouTube, and they're doing fun stuff all over the place. So follow them, check out their stuff because you're going to laugh. I mean, there's some, some stupid funny shit that I've haven't seen a lot of these guys live in a while. Yeah. And you can tell y'all been writing the last year and a half during COVID and everything else that was kind of going on. Well, and that's, um, what, that's one thing that I've, I've mentioned, or I've mentioned prior in other episodes. I don't know if they've, the, those episodes have dropped yet, but I've mentioned it that Michigan comedy, something happened when we were all able to kind of get back out there and do it where Michigan comedy came back with a vengeance after after covid and like things are dialed up to 11 and people and it's are just, not the big guys anymore it's it's very grassroots though it's all very grassroots now it's it's, it's yeah. not one promoter across the entire state it's it's very grassroots in each individual yep. area each each city like Kalamazoo comedy and you guys are putting on your own stuff Grand Rapids is doing their stuff it's just it's growing across the board and it's amazing to see that there and then summertime's coming. The CDC just lifted all the fucking. Red, seems like everything got lifted, um, you know. So there's gonna be there's gonna be events every week, you know, all the time. Wherever you're at, go find it, check it out. There's always something going on. Usually, a lot of times it's free or super cheap too. Yeah, know? for sure, for sure. So awesome, Brandon. Where can the kids find us if they haven't found us yet? Or what are we doing? Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, guys. Search the Notes Goats podcast. You'll find us. You can find Steve and me both doing our shticks on TikTok because we that's what we do. If you have We're a board, do more grilling. IG, huh? Right? We need more grilling. Need more grilling. I know. I do need I need to get that page up and, up and moving some more. So but but yeah, so do that and then head on over to uh Apple Podcasts, Spotify, give us a five star rating, write us a review, guys. That's that's helping us. We're 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 big in other countries of the world. Steve, we're still number one in Tajikistan. Um, yeah. But uh, we need to get uh, we get got to get to number one over here in the United States. I just really I just want to get in the top two hundred so I can screen. Be cool with that. Right, just so I can screenshot it on Apple Podcasts just once. That's all I need. <laughs> That's all I need. Mom, I made it. Hey, look, mom, I made it. Absolutely. So, guys, this has been Slipknots Iowa. Go check it out. I'll even say it. Go check it out. Um, it's, it's an, it's an interesting listen. Um, but it's one that I think helps open the door for me to then be like, okay, let's, let's explore, let's explore this a, a little bit. So yeah, for sure. So guys, this has been the Notes Goats podcast. Jared, 
thanks again, man, for coming and hanging out with us for a little bit. Um, thanks, guys. Absolutely. Nice to see you, man. Yep. All right. See you too. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats.